Hello, welcome to Netflix Landfill, the official podcast of corrupt royal families. My name is Benjamin Sutton. And I'm Rob Flood. How's it going, Mr. Robert Flood? It's going well. Uh, can't say too much has happened to me, just, just laughing at that Hungarian politician caught in the 25-man gay yep. orgy. That That is brilliant. That's like the sort of shit that you kind of imagine happening, but never does. It's, and now it's, it's incredible. Well, it's hilarious that my understanding is that the police were called purely because it was like there's they're breaking coronavirus regulations. Like it was nothing. It was just, oh, there's 25 people in a... They're having a party. And imagine calling the police on like what you think is just a party and it turns out no this is a <laughs> it's an orgy with 25 men involving a virulently homophobic politician that's what you want it's, pr- it's just a uh well that it's the whole thing of people think homophobes are largely closet gays and this this is a real dark day for homophobes everywhere yeah well as i was saying uh to you it 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 doesn't really make sense that he's gay because he was climbing out of the window and running away from the orgy and if he was gay surely he'd be climbing into the window towards the orgy well, well i thought he was escaping because the police arrived yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah man exactly of course yeah apparently he just ran out naked with his shoes in his hands shoes uh, in his hands I yeah, he's like he had his shoes. Like he was like, "Oh, I'll need these." Grab, man, just grab some runners or whatever, uh, whatever shoes you wear to an orgy, something with grip. I'd imagine. Oh, wow, that's uh, so much about and gay then, culture. I don't understand. Like, like fell down and like, like got like crease in the gutter, and that's how he was oh, caught. No, <laughs> it wasn't. You, uh, you're torn between feeling bad for him and also thinking it's funny as fuck yeah i mean i I don't i don't know if i feel bad for him because of like the whole like i don't think hungary i don't know but i don't think hungary's a kind place to the to the gays no i think yeah it's one of those i think bulgaria is like famously quite bad maybe i can't remember they're all Hungary and Bulgaria have basically got the same flag as well, so it's easy to mix them up. I'm not even sure they border border each other, but they're all yeah. that fucking Eastern European bit where you're all just like they probably hate the gays. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm a fan of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wonder what they think of the old gays in uh, Montenaro. In Montenaro, are there, who are the gays in this? Are there any gays in the uh, Princess Switch too? I don't think so. There's, which is maybe proof that it may be the British guy, the the lackey. Maybe. Or what but about? He's not. He's not. There's no. I I, I think the best theory we might have is like the prince, because he's he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he clearly doesn't love his wife. <laughs> he's just going along yeah. with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that is is a crazy story. Uh, but I mean, the good thing is I know people called the police because of the coronavirus. But gay sex has never spread an illness. 
That's on record. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> you, I, you know, I have uh, I'm fact checking it right here, and uh, that seems to be true. Yeah, that that's. Yeah. So I d- I don't see the big deal, really. Yeah. Um. No, but <laughs> you know, just be responsible. Only have gay sex with one other person, and still wear a condom. Mm. That's the official. Yes. Uh, party line from the Netflix landfill, landfill, landfill boys. Yes, uh, it is. I know in there there were countries that had like, uh, it seems like this whole coronies stuff is dying down. It seems like the the pandemic is coming to an end. Bush. Uh, the, there were was it the Netherlands had like. Please, no casual sex. You are not allowed to have casual sex during this time. And they had it, like, built into their levels. Of, like, oh, it's level four. Now you can go. Well, apparently, because my friend moved over there, and apparently it's, it, it was just, like, chilled. No one g- gave a fuck yeah. over there. Um, like, uh, people obviously criticise Britain's response and stuff. But it's probably been, like not as shit as we think it is in comparison to a lot of Europe because Europe's also been shit. It has been shit in yeah. the UK. But I think even Nicola Sturgeon was on like because it's been, it's been a bit shit in Scotland because we like can't be able to move household uh, mixed households. And oh boy has that been getting me down. Um, but I think Nicola Sturgeon was asked on like the radio being like oh so can couples go see each other? And she was like yeah we're we're allowing it so that couples can now each other. It's like, what about friends with benefits? And it's just like, no, you can't meet up with friends with benefits. And it's like, <laughs> what about just for casual sex? And I'm like, what part of this don't you understand? So you just had <laughs> Nicola Sturgeon on the radio, <laughs> apparently having to say, no, you can't have casual sex. Yeah, that's. Uh, so I'm I... I'm gonna try and uh, slide into those DMs. Oh, is Nicola Sturgeon on Instagram? Maybe I don't know. She's she's on Twitter. She is on Twitter. There you go. They have DMs. They do. I don't know there. if they're open. But my tw- my Twitter's mainly about fantasy football and rugby. Because my Instagram's got more personality, a bit of flavour to it. So it should be be more attracted by that. Yeah. Uh, but you could find her on Tinder. If you Maybe. expand. She, she should be in your... Expand the age range. Yeah, she wouldn't use Tinder, though. She's got... Bumble. Maybe, but she's got uh, in quotation marks a husband. But we all know that's oh. that's a ruse. And she's actually she's like the Hungarian politician where she comes across as hating English, but really she wants a sweet, oh. rosy cheeked English boy <laughs> to fulfill her fantasies. Just yeah, <laughs> it comes out Nicola Sturgeon in twenty five man English orgy. <laughs> <laughs> And she's running out. Yeah, she just destroys her career amongst the Scottish nationalists. Don't the SNP don't give a shit like about if you in a scandal. That's fine. They they they'd yeah. be fine. With it. it was the the woman who spread explicitly, corona everywhere. Explicitly, an English scandal or a scandal involving contact with too many English people. Yeah, but she's uh, just maybe. like I was just hate fucking. They'd be like, that's ah, fine. We love you, Nicola. Yeah. Because uh, it's even some people who are like, yeah, Alex Salmon, chill dude. Yeah. While, while we're on this, uh, I mean, just talking about 
politicians, like general politicians. Did you see uh, in, I think it was Namibia, uh, a guy either he, uh, running for some political office or was voted into the political office, but his name is uh, like Adolf Hitler. No, that's amazing. And so, yeah, so it, and it's like, you, you know, he he's explaining that, yeah, my dad, <laughs> like, uh, was of German, had some connection to Germany, named me this. I didn't know what it meant until I was, like, 16 or something. <laughs> yeah, you can't really change your name by the time you hit 16. Oh, you can. Yeah, it, it's Alf Hitler something. Wait, let me see. Alf Hitler Namibia. Uh... Yeah, he's won a local council election, <laughs> so not even that much power. <laughs> Just, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's still someone sees like Adolf Hitler got elected. What happened here? Fair play to the, the exactly. people of Namibia if he's got if he's got good policies voting for him. Yeah. He won for eighty five. He won eighty five percent of the vote. Uh, wow. Adolf Hitler Unona. The Unona really like livens it up, doesn't it? It's like Adolf Hitler Unona. Yeah, know, it's uh, it's like exotic. Well, it's like um, uh, the one of the new Pokemon games. It's like Hawaii's got the Alola evolutions, so it's Adolf Hitler and Alola evolution, which is basically yes. just a bit more colourful and exotic. Adolf Hitler in a Hawaiian shirt. Yes, uh, <laughs> Adolf Hitler when he escaped to Argentina. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely. Um, I don't know why. I was watching something about like it's just corrupt elections in general. In African elections, are pretty mad, obviously, because uh, of rampant corruption there. But apparently, with like Madagascar, um, there was a guy who was like flying in who was going to be the presidential opponent, and they just like didn't let his plane land, so he couldn't be in the country to like register to like run. So he, you know got democratically elected but just because they just didn't let the plane land and stuff um yeah it's crazy to th- uh that's insane that's insane that that worked yeah that's it's like it's, a- it's insane, <laughs> um one of the it's from a while ago that's probably like last year but in terms of like not having heard of like adolf hitler and stuff there was uh a crystal palace goalkeeper called wayne hennessy and you might have seen this he was there's like a picture on like one of the German players' Instagrams of like Crystal Palace, he's like taking a selfie with people going out to dinner. And this guy who's Welsh, uh, he did like the Hitler Tash and Nazi salute. Yes. Yeah. The classic he's he's this tall and lived over there. Yeah. Uh you know, I'll do it I'll do it for you. <laughs> no one can see. Ooh. I might people listening, I he, didn't. He, he didn't. He... Um but yeah, but then it like everyone saw it. It got deleted, and it obviously in- inquired by FA. And his excuse was like, "I was, I, I didn't know. I was just scratching my chin and trying to call <laughs> the waiter over, and it caught me at the wrong time." But then, yeah, fuck it. Why not? That's then <laughs> it went to like the FA like disciplinary panel, and they just said. He has a shocking understanding of Nazi history, and they were just—they kind of <laughs> let him off because they're like, "He's such that's... a moron. He genuinely might not have known what he's doing." Oh my god, that's—I I mean, know. as good an excuse as any. <laughs> like, I, know. I, mean, I mean, God, you'd have to be. Yeah, but then there was a headline that his manager, uh, Roy Hodgson, 
was just like, oh yeah, Wayne Hennessy is really fascinated by learning about Nazis and Adolf Hitler. Uh, it's just great. I love that so much because it's just like, it's one of those, it's like people probably getting way too offended by something to begin with, but then just like the absolute backtracking and like just, yeah. Yeah, you almost feel you almost feel a bit sad for him. It's yeah. like he's so sheltered. This is the wrong word. It's just, I mean, he's Welsh, so what do you expect? Wahey, uh, wahey, <laughs> the worst of the home nations, Wales. Yes. Uh, maybe not. It's fine. I'm a quarter Welsh. Never met my granddad. Apparently, he was a bit of a piece of shit. So there we go. That's oh, my yeah. connection to Wales. That's uh, cool stuff. I I went to uh. Uh, when I was in New Zealand, I was in a. They're, they're very New Zealand, like uh, the European New Zealanders strike me as of European heritage. They're like Americans, where it's like it's all about where you ca- like your family came from. And, yeah. Uh, I was there was some <laughs> obscenely drunk guy uh, in this tiny, tiny bar we went to, um, who. He's, we started talking to him, and he was like, oh, where are you from? And we're like, oh, we're from Ireland. And he started, like, like almost sobbing, telling how, like, jealous he was of Ireland and how, like, how his family was were from Wales and how it was so fucking boring and they had nothing. And what what is there with Wales? Who gives a fuck about Wales? <laughs> and just this drunken man just... <laughs> That's why they move moved from a country with loads of sheep to a country with loads of sheep. Yeah. Well, I think no. I think it, like his it was his parent, his like yeah. grandparents or something came from Wales. So yeah. Fucking insane trip. This is an old. This was a geezer. He could have must have been in the seventies. Oh, uh, geezers in pubs are just batshit. Yeah, and this was weird. This was like a cocktail bar place. Mm. Last re- place you'd expect a geezer, yeah, but like like a proper geezer. Yeah, but you see, they're they're a bit more liberal and happy, happy go lucky. Maybe, maybe you can be old, an old man drinking cocktails. That's fine. He wasn't. He was just paying for the extremely overpriced beer. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. He just liked the vibe. He just liked the vibe. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, um, it it was a it was a. Uh, Cuban themed place cocktail bar so it just had pictures of like Che Guevara and like like just random like I think there was pictures of like Fidel Castro and like Batista and whatever uh, probably it was just like random Cuban people with no like real regard for anything yeah because Castro overthrew Batista that's one thing I remember yeah. from history yes um, remember laughing at that uh, uh, yeah. do you know how I remember not laughing Ash the romantic comedy, the princess switch, switched again. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it it's it's not good, is it? It's not a good film. It's not. It's pretty bad. It's. Uh, I mean, to fill you in, uh, the the princess switch tells the story of two princesses, uh, prince. Stacy or Princess Stacy and Princess Margaret, who, despite not being related, are the spits of each other, doppelgangers, both played by Vanessa Hudgens, and 
in the previous film, they sw- were watching the sequel without seeing the first one, but they switched bod- they switched positions, um, and I assume hijinks happened. I'm going to guess. Uh, and in this film, Princess Margrish, uh, her father has died. She's in line for the throne for to become the queen of Montenero, a uh, European country of sort of nondescript, just well, vaguely European and foreign to Americans. And Well, because we t- we tr- this is the second attempt to try to record this because yeah, Google it shat was. itself. I did say, I think it is a Nordic country be- based on its flag that you do briefly see. I should have I should have tried to look at it again. I um, did see it. I saw, I saw it again. It's like white, blue, like pale yeah, blue like a with a blue. white cross. Yeah, but I think it is a Nordic cross. And then... Yeah. Because you could infer because this is filmed in Edinburgh that which has a, a kind of Nordic climate as well, so you can make that inference. So with, uh, I, I'm gonna say you're leaning towards Nordic. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a bit like the Faroe Islands or something, where it's like a fictitious um, island in like the somewhere in like the oh, between Scotland and and Norway. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> if you want to make up a location. I'm going to do it. it I'm going to do it. Go ahead. Um, you can fly out and meet Princess Margaret yourself. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Princess Margaret, she's found herself at the centre of a love triangle, the most lopsided love triangle, perhaps in film history, um, between uh, Tony, uh, just a regular regular fucking dude and kevin a uh, some sort of royal emissary or something so the politician the royal guy is called kevin how do they miss that yeah i think it's kevin that's what i that's <laughs> what i'm looking at here prince unless i've gotten them mixed up prince kevin uh, no I, yeah i think kevin's the baker guy oh kevin i've gotten them switched up kevin's the baker Tony's the yeah Antonio yeah Antonio is the... it's not Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the thing that Kevin doesn't strike me as a very American name. No, it's like and... Irish, isn't it? Well, yeah, if it's an Irish name, yeah, yeah, I suppose I don't know. Um, but yeah, anyway, finally, what happens is uh, a third Vanessa Hudgens shows up, uh, Princess Margaret's identical cousin. Who is evil and tries to 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 you know she she has an nefarious plans that mess up Princess Margaret's plans to uh, figure out who she wants to date and marry and all that stuff. I would argue that's the general. I would argue though is that her plan was a victimless crime. Really, if you ignore the the kidnapping and the drugging, yes, because she just she just wanted to steal money and escape to to Panama or somewhere, the yeah. Cayman Islands, and she's like, you know what? I'm not gonna feel bad if, if someone steals money from the royal family. Yeah, it's it, well, it's weird because she she's part of the royal family. She's the cousin, 
like she should have and so it's really weird where she's clearly living this like lavish lifestyle and lives in like a palace but is like at one point in the film is stealing silverware from the main cat from the main palace and like stealing watches from people yeah i think it's a it's not really it's a bull it's like a it's like a throwaway line where it's like her dad died and then she just blew all the money oh but like if you've got royal connections you can yeah there's there's, like you can make money if you've got of a small extremely corrupt nation (laughs) like that in early on the film so uh should say the film it is kind of they try and like there's a there's a little animation at the beginning that tries to explain the plot of the previous film for idiots like us who are just jumping into in the middle of the series but um it it sort of also explains they they clearly didn't leave any room for a sequel so princess margaret and kevin were a couple at the end of the last film but they've had to break them up in the middle of this so like in between the two films like they had to break them up for sort of no reason and that's kind of weird that that's how it starts uh with just like oh we were a couple but we've broken up for absolutely no reason yeah it feels like it could have opened with a because these films aren't long i don't think this is probably like an hour 20 yeah Uh, hour 36 yeah so it's not like insanely long i guess they want to keep it short so you know people pay attention to the whole thing but like Mm. it's not the most outrageous thing for there to have been a five ten minute opening of them like a montage or whatever even them just like at event and they're like at some royal event or some bait because it opens with like a, a royal event and it's just like look we come from two completely different lives and we just can't like we kind of like each other but it doesn't work because we're just i'm from america you're from a fictitious country and happen to look like my boss which is a whole other thing um and so you know you can imagine it not like working i mean you know example prince harry and Meghan markle they because of two i mean admittedly both kind of like high profile celebrity lives but imagine some like baker from america banging the queen all of a sudden yeah um and just yeah like that seems like a reasonable reason of like two people who like each other but then can't carry on being a couple and then you have this b plot of them getting back together which is essentially the b plot of the film anyway but it's just kind of like goes yeah we're not together anymore which a lot of like bullshit shitty sequels do have you ever uh have you ever seen paul blart mall cop 2 no i haven't it's on my list of course but yeah oh man i've seen it i think i've seen it twice um it's it just opens with like uh his mum dies and then his like wife who marries at the end of the first one leaves him after like six hours <laughs> it's just like <laughs> oh my wife left me six hours later because she realized she was only with me because of uh we went through a traumatic experience together um so it j- it's just like this weird thing but like that because they're because b- normally the reason that happens is because of casting and like 
conflicts and stuff, and you want to make a sequel, yes. but you just don't have the actors. This one they did, obviously. Yes. And well, they, they only have like, like one yeah. actor in half the fucking roles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, but but the other thing is your one Fiona, the evil Vanessa Hudgens, uh, sort of. I started just going back to why I don't get why she's stealing and stuff. That, like, the royal family in this are still, like, in charge of the country. Like, they are... It's not like the UK where it's a nominal, like, uh, ceremonial position. In this, it's like, oh, you need to make decisions about, like, the economic structure of the country and the country's finances and all this shit. It's, uh... Like it, it, yeah. It, it's it's a it's a it's a child's idea of what a this entire thing I think is Vanessa Hudgens' fantasy, and that she doesn't really understand what a princess does or is. Bush. Well, this this is a thing of like they they try and I mean, uh, she goes to like a meeting about the economy. It's like they didn't listen to any of my ideas. Well, like, they shouldn't fucking listen to any of my ideas because yeah. you're there because of. You were born to people who happen to be born to, yeah. Like, or was that prin- was that Princess Stacy who married into? No, no. That's... So that's even less. Of, well, she also she complained about being overworked, and it's like you yeah. married into this position, like. But even she imagine ma- imagine marrying like I don't know Jeff Bezos or something, and just having. Everything like just unfathomable wealth and power at your disposal, and then being like, "But it's so tiring, and I'm overworked." That's that's how I feel at the moment, despite not working. Yeah. Well, that's but you're not married to. I'm not married to Jeff Bezos, and I I don't earn enough to be into even the bottom tax bracket. But anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but at least like Stacy is. If it was her, she's at least like run her own business. She's at least more yes. qualified than Margaret, who, as far as we know, just seems like a is just a posh moron. Yes. Um, and she's like, no one. And it's meant to be like, oh, they will listen to your ideas soon once they realize how great you are. And like, she's not. Does she even have any qualification? She's just there because of her parents. Parents were probably given yeah. some land because they, I. Don't know, they killed some guy, other guy in a war. Yeah, was, or married. Some. Yeah, so it's it's just like no, you don't, you shouldn't be interfering with like economic affairs. So the yeah. queen theoretically could do stuff. I mean, it'd be a complete. It it'd be a fucking shit show if she tried. Yes. Um, but she could like it was something about like people got annoyed that she didn't interfere in like Brexit stuff. She could have. Oh, I remember it. that. But, but it's like if she had done that, that would have been a fucking shit show. Yeah. She was like critical precedent. of it, and she's still she can still advise. And to be fair, the Queen probably isn't an idiot. Um, she has produced. Well, actually, no. You look at the intellectual capacity of her spouses, uh, not spouse, children and children's children. Like Charles is like into um homeopathy oh is he i didn't know that that's cool maybe that's charles is into homeopathy (laughs) one of them's a pedophile and then princess anne just seems to 
like do her own thing, maybe. Yeah. But then you can be a smart pedophile. True. Uh, I don't know if he is. <laughs> yeah. Um. All the other pedophiles bullying him for being stupid. <laughs> yeah. I've, I think I have mentioned this, but my dad was at Naval College with him and just said he was a massive dick. Uh, oh. There you go. I, uh, did he did, did he sweat at all? Or? I think I, I, don't, I don't think he knows. But it was, well. I don't know, because he stopped being able to do that in the Falklands and my dad, I think, was at Naval College about the same time as the Falklands. So he might have known him before when he could sweat. So my dad oh, okay. might have been one of the few people who's actually seen him sweat. Oh, oh. I think there was, maybe this is completely untrue, but like he was also at um, Naval College with like a a Tongan print or something like that. Um, with I don't know the father of Adolf Hitler, who no, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but like obviously, even. So a lot of it was like he was training to be an engineer. So it's ma- it's like many engineering stuff. They still had to do like some like athletic training and things. But apparently, just this like member of what whatever like royal family because he's a big lad. They were just like, yeah, it's fine if you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just chill. laughs> yeah. So maybe, you wouldn't like that. Maybe Prince Andrew was like, man, fuck it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they couldn't like someone if some prince got killed in. Uh, naval you know combat or anything like it would just be I don't think they ever see real combat do they like when Prince Harry or whoever uh, went to Afghanistan Prince Harry might have done but he probably was like an it's like it is like if you're in the British military it's the odds of dying especially as an officer are pretty low um, yeah. just because of like how modern combat it like i'm not an expert on it but you know you compare like the death figures to wars in the middle east to world war Two, and it's it fucking oh yeah madness. of course but that's just because there's like i mean there's such a a power yeah discrepancy between um but like i think prince william wanted to join the armed services uh, I, I can't remember if he wanted to join like the navy or raf i think he did um, and that's why he, he ended up being like a helicopter pilot. So I think he wants to do that in the military. But they were just like, "Fuck no, you're gonna be king one day. We're not even. <laughs> we're not fucking risking it." Because <laughs> I mean, I know the rest of the country wants King Harry, but have you seen him? He's a nut job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so like, he he essentially wasn't allowed. But like Prince Harry, they're like, eventually he's gonna be like seventh or eighth in line to the throne. If he if he does get YOLO nuked, it's not yeah. great. But at least it's not like the future king. And like it, you know. So it, it was. It, it's probably, you know, it's not like. So like Prince Andrew in the Falklands was probably more at risk because that was like quite a. Like that was quite quick, but quite bloody, at least for the sort of 20th century. Like 20th century. Well, World War II was in the post war. So, yeah, post post World War. War II. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, you probably could be at risk. But if Prince Andrew is never going to be, probably not going to be king. I don't know if Charles had had kids by then or whatever. But, yeah, no, he probably wouldn't have done. Um, but, like, yeah, they, they they were a bit more blasé with, because, like, the Queen was did stuff. They were a bit more blasé back in the day of just like, yeah, join the fucking military. Who cares? Yeah. Fuck but it. now I think they're like, Ooh, no, it's probably not good if Prince William dies. Yeah. And probably people have stopped seeing it as a, 
an honorable thing to be in the army it's like oh yeah for, like if in world war Two, you died for your country that was the best thing that could happen to you like so yeah fuck yeah I, um if i have but one life to give for britain holy fuck if you know people really like the idea of dying for their country uh, but now yeah less so and it's like um... it, it's sort of seen as a uh bit of a loser if you die for your country now you're a bit of a you fell for the propaganda yeah i mean you are talking to someone who's like both my parents were in the military my sister might join the military um (laughs) so you know but um yeah like in world war one like the people going around with feathers to like men who didn't like serve and stuff. Yes. And like when I was in school, we must have learned that in primary school. And like all these fucking cowardly men. And now even in like twenty years or so, we were just like, actually, that was really fucked. We shouldn't be yeah. like forcing people to go because the stories apparently of like officers who come back who are getting like feathered. And it's just like I've been in the fucking trenches, you moron. I've seen people yeah. die in my arms. <laughs> I'm not a fucking coward. I got mustard gassed. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they would get like. I read this could be bullshit. I read that they would get like the hottest woman to be the one to like present the feather. So it's like, like think oh like like just the idea that like women find you repulsive now. Yeah, but really it was the fucking it was because obviously that idea is just like well obviously those hot women are never gonna they're all they're gonna fuck all the men who have gone to war. But like, because yeah. loads of them died, there was this massive I'd get their penis blown yeah. off. <laughs> there was this massive discrepancy between the amount of men and women. So if you didn't go to war, if you'd just been like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm going to be a coward," and just sat, yeah, sat in the jail cell in the UK for four years, suddenly you come out fantastic ratio. You are swimming in exactly, and uh, I can't imagine people give a fuck beyond. Beyond, once the war's over, people the war's must. Over. It's just like, well, okay, I, I'm alone. I, either the choice is being alone or being with a coward. Yes. You know, um, I'm I'm gonna be the coward who's swimming in pussy. I'm gonna be a pussy yeah. to get pussy. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> just people. That's a. Uh, just people in the trenches just angrily stewing over the fact that <laughs> like oh like I've I've been tricked out of, I've been tricked out of pussy. Yeah. If I was back home just just being a coward, I could be oh it's it's meant to like it's it's so hard to comprehend just how like fucked World War One was. Oh it was Yeah. Well it was before uh I remember, like, at the start of the war, this fact I just find so funny is that they hadn't fought a war against... that wasn't, like, extremely lopsided, like fighting the Zulus or whatever, in so long that people didn't know what warfare should look like. And that's how you ended up with the trenches. Yeah. Because people were just like, oh, fuck, we don't know what to do. Just just dig down. Just dig. Fuck it. Like, this is something. Um... But you had, like, so you had people who were going out without any armor and, like, swords and, like, cavalries and stuff and just getting mowed down, <laughs> just getting absolutely fucking obliterated because, like, p- whoever the commander was or the general or whoever, like, just didn't think about guns. 
just like, oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot those are a thing here. Yeah. Apparently, it was something like um, the inventor of the Gatling gun as well thought it would stop war because it was so, like... He thought it would be like a double, like the it essentially fucking, be like what, uh, the mutually assured yeah, destruction because it was so like destructive that you just like no one would go to war with it. But then no, yeah. Uh, but it I worked saw with nuclear weapons, kind of, which is weird. Yeah, for now. I saw that uh, it, that there's people are afraid now because the Americans have, for the first time, have stopped a, a missile from a from a submarine. So, like, fired a missile to intercept another missile, but from a submarine. And I think they've done it from land before. Yeah, I thought that that was, like, illegal. Yeah, so this is the thing. People are like, this is really fucked, because uh, if you compare... So now this is just, like, another escalation of... Like, okay, now if Russia fires a nuke at America, it isn't... It could be stopped, and it's not this. It's not uh, mutual destruction. So it's not. There's, you, you, yeah, the it's breaking that stuff. Despite it, it's yeah. It's one of those. It's difficult to get your head around because, like, you're like, oh, it's yeah. this thing that would stop something being nuclear. It makes us safer. It makes us, it, but not really. But yeah, because of the game theory of it, it makes us less safe. Yeah. Which is like a weird way of like thinking about it. But yeah, that's why they stopped like Reagan Star Wars as a whole mm-hmm. thing about it. That. Um, they essentially stopped like missile interception systems, and like maybe they somewhat exist. Yes, because just it just in case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who knows? There's there's the like theoretical weapon. This would be it would be so fucking cool to see it, but it would also like be such a it would be the, like the end of the world as we know it, where uh, basically it's this theoretical weapon where. Basically, you just send a satellite up with big concrete rods. And so, it's like a railgun, but instead of, you don't need to propel it at all, it's just gravity. And you just go, sort of, to the edge of Earth's atmosphere, and you could just let a rod drop and just total any city in... What do you mean, like yep. a rod? Like it's just like like a big like a big fuck off concrete. You just drop a concrete pole, block, like, basically. Yeah, and it's uh, by the time it hits Earth, it's going fast enough that like I don't think it's I don't think you're talking like nuke levels, but you're talking like big fucking bomb levels. Yeah, and it'd probably make more sense than a nuke because like with a nuke, there's the you can cause like nuclear winters and shit like that, and like a bit like a um yeah a bio weapon uh just like what was tried right now uh it yeah. it could affect your own side it's like with that it's much more targeted that you know you're just going to get like you're not going to get the nuclear radiation flying over towards you uh so who did montanaro side with in world war 1 and world war 2 uh whew. uh i i want to say i disagree I I think I don't know. I think there is something Are you just gonna more say some- Eastern Europe to it than like more Eastern Europe. So I would say I think there's a good chance the USSR. May- yeah, maybe it's like above Finland. Yeah, that's sort of where I would think. Yeah, just because like or maybe below like Montenegro. It's like Montenegro. Yeah, it, like but. It's such, yeah, it's such a vague name. Um, uh, it is weird. It sounds like Montenegro. 
Well, it's clearly th- th- that's clearly what they did. They just like point to the country, and yeah, like oh, we'll we'll fuck around with it a bit. Uh, what did you think about this film? I think this film did a fantastic job capturing how annoying British people are. Um, I think that's what this podcast does quite well, <laughs> um, because obviously we're both British. <laughs> of course, of yeah. course. Um. Well, no one in this film is British, are they? Um, the it's mostly that Fiona is yeah, supposed to be British. They're like qua- in some way, like went to Oxford and yeah, they're they're quasi British. They're not British, but like culturally, they are. They're meant to be a replacement for the British royal family because that's when people think yes. of like royals. But but then uh, mostly, I find found Fiona annoying and her lackeys extremely oh, her lackeys. oh yeah they were they were like british her lackeys were just incompetent and shit um yes. but I, d- I i loved how their their plan to kidnap the princess is uh first we accuse a man of being a pervert classic do you remember that they like grab a man they're like this guy was taking pic like was like upskirt <laughs> like taking upskirt pictures or some shit or like yeah taking pictures of people without their consent like or their chain like and then they just bring her to. Th- then they spill wine on, who they think is Princess Margaret, but is actually Princess Stacy, because they've switched again. Hence the title, the princess switch switched again. Uh, and then they just take her to a bathroom, but then they lock the door of like. The entire bath like that that doesn't exist. <laughs> That's you're not usually able to do that. <laughs> Yeah, and like lock the door to a public bathroom, and yeah, on some you can, but weird ones. It's okay. a foreign country. Who yeah. knows? Um, yeah. But yeah, that was again a bit like Operation Christmas Drop with this. I think there's something. It's not this completely unsalvageable mess of a thing. Like what was the fucking the worst thing we watched? Uh. The one, what was it called? The Last Days of American Crime, where I think that thing. Last Days of American Crime. There's yeah, like the second was... thing we ever watched. It's like that was like totally unsalvageable. Um, yes. But this is like there's actually, you know, a, a a plot skeleton that makes sense, particularly after the context of the first film, which admittedly we've not watched, but where there's three of them, so they switch, and then one of them thinks they, another people try and switch them without realizing they've switched. And then that that's a you know a classic yes, and that works as but kind of like a Christmas film. But then just everything about it else is just so bland yeah, and it's, shit. It, yeah, it's really there's um I mean there's so much I I mean let's go over what I fucking hated about it. Uh, I think the romance isn't that good because you have your man Anthony who's like a he's like a budget Hugh Grant. Yeah, I, he's clearly. I think he's supposed to evoke that kind of, but he has no real. He's kind of like he has s- no personality. Smiley British, but and like that for me, that was like what I thought. Oh, that's like an, a decent ish. It was when he blackmails Fiona, where he's just like, I know you're not, yes, um, Princess Margaret, because you've got this tattoo on your finger, and like you better send me some money or I will rat you out, and like. Mm-hmm. Because that was that seemed perfect because it's totally risk free. Because there's like it was just this conversation of being like, 
you know, either you succeed and I get money or you fail and risk free. And then just like the coronation at the end where he could, he should have just like, well, this isn't going to happen. And he should have just went, yeah, that is, that is Fiona. He panics. And it's just like, you've lost, that's, you seems like the only person who's not a moron in this film. And then suddenly you do the stupidest thing in this film. Yeah. And it's also fucked that he gets punished more than Fiona. Yeah. Where it's like, what like, the fuck? Cause, guys, come on. Yeah, she's like, oh, you can't do this to me. Th- that's probably how Vanessa Hudgens has been treated her whole life. And yeah. so she's just been like, yeah, this makes sense. Just go like, oh, but what? Oh, and just act like a little bit defenseless and p- pull a like shitty sob story. Yeah. Of, like, I was jealous when I was a child. And yeah. Um, I don't know what it's, but no, the romance, the romance between, but like he, there's, you don't see any reason for him to, for Princess Margaret to give a fuck about him. He gives her a necklace, and she's like, "Wow, this is the best thing ever." But uh, that's it. They're all just so um, devoid of personality in this. Yeah, and then Kevin, it's like th- they have this cute little scene where they fight. They have like flower each other. Yeah, but uh, even that's weird because when Kevin's flowering her, he's like Vanessa Hudgens comes out with just he's like covered in flowers, his faces, hands, everything, and Vanessa Hudgens just has it on her body, and her hair and her face is like just untouched with flower, and so she's clearly (laughs) said like, "Hey, just I want everyone, like I don't want people." I want people to see my face and I want my hair to be nice. Yeah. During this. And then on their date, they go to uh, an abandoned, like, Santa's Wonderland. <laughs> yeah. Where there isn't a single person there and there isn't anyone running, like, the the rides or whatever, the, the, the little... In, uh, like, the run-up to Christmas. There's no one selling well, yeah. fake snow. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I found fucking furiating <laughs> about it. The only job that I've actually been good at. Yeah. Selling fake snow. Do you think you'd be good at selling real snow, or is that too? Is that the big leads? Uh, I think that's the big leads. It's like I did. I I didn't. I haven't sold fake snow to an Eskimo, but I did sell fake snow to some Norwegians. I was just like, your country's like famously <laughs> snowy. And you're buying fake snow from me. I that, I felt quite yeah. quite good about that. Um, yeah, because it is it's it's fun shit. Um, that's just in nappies, so you can get out of a nappy if you want. Oh, it's the like absorbent liquid, the absorbent. Uh, it's, a, it's like a polymer. I've forgotten the name of it, okay. but it's like this super absorbent polymer, um, ah. which was just like YOLO found. I can't remember because I it didn't the the guy was wearing it who I think. It it seems like um I think a lot of like the Edinburgh Christmas market is run by to dodgyish people. Yeah, um, well it's underbelly, isn't it? Yeah, it, it the whole thing is like underbelly, but like the people who run their own like stands and stuff. Yeah, and just like uh, it's just like some like one of the most generic names of like a company is just like have to have it. Limited, and it's just yes. like I think the name change. I did it two years, and the name changed like both years. So I'm like, this is definitely just that was paid in cash and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like this is this is, <laughs> this is something, um, some fucking shell company. Yeah. So, but it was it was all right. It got paid. I sold some snow. 
It's good fun. I had a laugh. Um, I always found it weird that there was like a there was like a non underbelly independent Christmas market there. Uh, one year, and uh, it was tiny. It didn't have much, but one of the stands was uh, um, the the most the woman with the most piercings in the Guinness World Record book of most piercings lives in Edinburgh, and she had a stand where. She would, uh, like, for for ten pounds, she'd read your fortune, and for five pounds, you could just get a picture with her. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck does this have to do with Christmas? This is, if anything, it's a cult. It's the opposite of Christmas and Christ." And what does anything have to do with Christmas, really? Um, yeah, I know, Bush. Yeah. Listen, I'm, you know me. You know me. I'm a big fan of the, the man upstairs. Yeah, you're a big... If, if Christmas isn't religious... If your Christmas isn't religious, I'm coming for you're you. You're a big old Catholic shill. I love... I lo- Listen, the Catholic Church has never done anything wrong. I think that's I'm probably a big true. Fan. Um, uh, oh, there's another thing about the Christmas market. I fucking... The squirrels are so fat. I saw... <laughs> I saw a squirrel steal a whole churro. It just went into a bin took out a churro <laughs> and just like that's fucking amazing fair play yeah um because they they get so big because people like feed them and there's just like food stands everywhere it's great uh that's yeah fantastic. one thing uh that definitely confused me about this film is like i don't understand some of the relationships between the characters because having not seen the first one my initial assumption was like oh uh prince edward and uh princess margaret are related somehow so he's just like fucking someone who looks like his cousin or something like that. Yeah. Um I think I think that's right. I think when we first talked about this I was Wait, is he? No, is he cuz he's a prince of a different country of Belgravia. Oh, is he? Well that that makes yeah. me ask more questions then of being like why the fuck are they spending Christmas there as well it as makes the fact no that sense. Kevin, who currently is not with the princess, is also spending Christmas there. Yeah. So why are these like four people who aren't from there spending Christmas there when they've got their own fucking countries to? Because the f- because the film has to happen. And I know. So yeah. So there's there's like a five second scene where Princess Stacy. Flies out to Chicago, meets him and says, hey, come with me. Princess Margaret, Christmas, come on. And he's like, oh, we broke up six months ago. I've moved on beyond her. And uh, he flies over anyway. Yeah. With his daughter. Who's just an yeah. annoying little busybody. Very annoying. So I think supposed to be comic relief. Yeah, she is meant to be the comic it's, relief. And it's just but it's again, terrible. if it... If it's not funny, the comic relief is just going to be annoying. So it's not her fault. It definitely is. Uh, um, and the other, the other thing, the other, the other thing is that this film could have ended so many times. Where, like, uh, Fiona's found out at like the hour long mark. They they um, Princess Margaret tries to switch back with who she thinks is Princess Stacy, but is actually Fiona. And 
Fiona just like tells her to fuck off and that she's acting crazy and what are you talking about? Oh, Stacy, who what are you? Like Fiona figures out what's going on that they've she's kidnapped the wrong person. Um and Princess Margaret, despite like being a princess, just sort of throws her hands up and goes like, "Oh, like call the fucking police like just call the police and then yeah and then she she leaves the the room talks to her her servants and all the servants like believe her and they don't call the police instead they all leave to to find princess stacy who's been kidnapped and hidden in a uh uh, palace somewhere they just one of the characters says oh she's probably in this palace and so everyone gets up and leaves to get her leaving princess fiona or like fiona to enact her plan of steal of being coronated and stealing money from the country and it's like what the fuck this is this make no sense call the police you're the princess you have the guards outside there's guards outside the fucking palace get them i want to know what the citizens of this country think about their royal family just how like but if it happened once if, if you found out one day that like the queen switched with someone because she wanted to i don't know run around a park for a day or something. I don't know what she would do in her, her off day. Like, you'd be... I don't know. You'd just be like, damn, that's... It would destroy any credibility. <laughs> like, what little credibility the institution has. Am I right? But, um... Like, it could have ended there. And then when, like, they save... So, and the other thing that... Sorry, it's annoying. It, they could, it could end when they save Stacy, But... The other thing that's annoying is that I, like, went back over it quickly, at going through it, just, like, scrubbing through it, and she's only, like, kidnapped for, like, about ten minutes. Really? So, like, the sort of central conflict of the film is resolved in, like, she's kidnapped, she's she's put in a, in a cellar, and then, like, ten minutes later... One of the the guy, the annoying British lackey, goes to like feed her a sandwich, and uh, she she like knocks over a bunch of barrels and in a very it, it struck me it it was like a scene from the Ridiculous Six. It reminded me of when he's like running on the barrel because he he jumps on one of the barrels and is running backwards, and then she runs up and is knocking stuff down. It was very slapsticky, but not very funny. Yeah, and and then she's saved, she's rescued, and it's like it could kind of also end now, like you've just saved someone from a kidnapping again. Call the fucking police, <laughs> your royalty. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it, this, this this film this film doesn't make sense if the Vanessa Hudgenses were just normal average people. It's dumb. It's even stupider when, like, yeah, you run a country. You are you are a dictator, effectively. <laughs> yeah, but you say that, but they're, they're woke dictators, and maybe they did defund the police, and they can't do that. Maybe. Maybe. This is that's, the, that's the best possibly. argument for not defunding the police, <laughs> is the Christmas yeah. switch switched again. Yeah. If, if Take that, commies. 
if it's just the, I mean, the, the argument against it is that, yeah, just the fact that the Christmas Switch exists, like, this is worse than anything the police could do with this film. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, no. but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, of course not. No, that's, I mean, clearly hyperbole. But, uh, no, it's a terrible, terrible film. <laughs> I hate it. You hate it. Um, well, we got, we've got more, I think, Christmas rom-coms to watch. Is it the the is it the fucking princess? Pr- no, Christmas prince. We might do that. We might do that. The, the, there's yeah. Apparently, there's like a cameo. Yeah, of, of the people in that and this. Because that that that's what's bonkers is like this isn't the only film that now franchise. Yes, about, about Christmas, Christmas and, a, and a royal family. Yes, in a fictional. Was the country. original? Pr- was the original Princess Switch also a Christmas film? Uh, y- yeah, I think so. Okay, think both Christmas. So films. clearly, God no. I I find people who are like, there is something weird about. Uh, I've I've only, it is definitely it's definitely an archetype of person, and I've never really uh I've only met a couple of them, but people women who are like obsessed with like the print like the idea of being a princess and being treated like um treat me like a princess and like just that weird obsession and this these films clearly appeal to them i think vanessa hudgens is clearly one of them possibly i Uh, she may have also just been cast in this i know she's like a producer and stuff but she's a producer and she's cast three times like i think you know yeah yeah. maybe like i think i think she's pulling strings behind the uh but you know, maybe maybe she she was clever and realised this would be good for her career, which it probably is. Um, you know, she's she's number fifty seven in the IMDb power rankings, which I'm going to become yeah. fascinated by. Um, what was it? Uh, something. It was just yeah, it's just crazy. There's two like Netflix franchises like this, and uh, yeah, I think there must be others where they do. Isn't there a the the Christmas night or something. That's that's what I'm gonna say. We're gonna definitely do next week because yeah. The thing is, this came out. The first one came out the same year as uh, the Christmas Prince, so they did two. Maybe they were both being like made independently, and it just kind of happened. That they, or did they come out the same year? Maybe the Christmas Prince was the year before, but it just kind of happened that. Um, they were both about this, and they might have been like made independently. Wait, what the fuck? There's also the night before Christmas. That's what we're gonna do next week. Yeah, and that's, and that's fucking also Vanessa Hudgens starring and shot and shot in Ireland. Is it in the castle? Yeah, in in, in Charles Charleville Castle in Tullamore. Yeah, I know Charleville, but a night before Tullamore. Christmas, but night with a K. You can't spell any. You can't say it any other way. You have to say a night before Christmas, but night with a K. Where yeah. that is a beautiful thing where they clearly came up with the title and then made And the this film. is also produced by Vanessa Hudgens. Is it? No, fuck you. This is 1000% her fantasy. <laughs> this is 1000%. Just vague royal stuff. Yeah. And her being in power and shitty romance. This is Yeah. So that's, that's definitely what we're going to do next week. And maybe we should do all three Christmas Prince films in as the last one of yeah. Christmas. There's a few other ones. I'm looking at it now though. There's a few other fun Oh, it's like the Christmas Chronicles, which has got fucking that actual actor who's what's his name, Kurt Russell. Is it Kurt Russell? Yeah, 
What's he doing in that? Maybe maybe he's also is Vanessa Hudgens. Kurt Russell is yeah, that's my conspiracy theory for the day. Kurt Russell and Vanessa Hudgens are the same person. Yeah. That's what the pandemic yeah. world has brought us to. Listen, man, don't get me started about the pandemic. It's uh vaccine just coming just when things were just when th- people were losing hope and getting fed up. Oh. Oh. Vaccines coming oh, out of nowhere. Like three, four Fastest vaccines. vaccine of all time. Yeah. Huh. Oh, man. I'm huh. loving uh, Trump like claiming it and stuff as well. Oh, that's, that's really. so funny. <laughs> it's uh, just like... Because it's not even American. It's just like a German. <laughs> it's, it was Pfizer German. Yeah. was the main one. Uh, just being like, something happened while I'm president. That was me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's something extremely funny about that, but no, I'm I'm at first I was like a little I wouldn't say I'm like like things can go wrong with a vaccine and that they were definitely rushing they definitely rushed this through, uh, but and so at first I was like ah maybe I'll wait before getting it, but uh, I'm just so fucking fed up I think no fuck it I'll get it immediately yeah, I, like I think it be I just want like reading more about it it is just like. No, they kind of because like Fauci, it, Fauci got a lot of shit over here, being like, "Yeah, I thought they they were a bit too quick with it." With the UK, and just everyone over yeah. here went, "You're a fucking idiot." We've had that a couple of times where, well, like Nancy Pelosi as well, were just like, "You're a fucking," because they because Americans, even like smart Americans, seem to think that Europe is somehow the third world. Yeah, um, or just referring it to as one country. Yeah, like oh well, in Europe they. No, that makes that makes very but little they, sense. As a stint. It, it, because of um, extenuating circumstances, like it been, it, it's essentially been this like rolling review for like six months that they've like been trying to yeah. look at it. So it wasn't like they essentially someone went, "Hey, we got a vaccine for this," and then do a test. So it's like been ongoing. So the, you know, yeah. understandable given like un- where the world. Yeah, my understanding is that they were able to do it a bit faster because they had like previous experience with SARS and stuff like that and this is similar enough and then also because they knew whoever would made it first would make just absolute bank they like usually with a vaccine you have like three stages of trials and you do the first stage then the second stage then the third stage one after the other because if it fails the first stage then you save money on the second third stage you just don't run them but uh with this one they're like no will run first, second, third, or like simultaneously because the return on investment is so high yeah. that it's worth that risk. Yeah. But still, it's also, I don't, I think, also, on the other hand, I heard it changes your DNA. <laughs> I heard Bill Gates is putting fucking microchips in it. Hey, I know, man. Who'd you believe? Who'd you believe? I, you know, a cheeky bit of autism might make me better at my job. So, yeah, I could, I could go for it. Um, nah, but nah, vaccines and autism is fucking old. It's <laughs> microchips JT and DNA. changing your DNA. But maybe I'll that's the new stuff. My DNA shit. You know, yeah, my dad's maybe I'll get better DNA. I, I don't have good DNA. Change the part that that made me go bald at twenty yeah. <laughs> and hop on have to hop on fucking hair pins. Nah, Change I've, that. I've part. got wonderful hair. Don't ruin that. Um, yeah. yeah, I so I think it'll be fine. It's weird that. Uh, it's like Britain's the first country to approve it and stuff as well. And it's like this weird thing that's kind of... Everyone's sort of shit on it, but it's 
sort of because of Brexit, we've been able to approve it in this weird way. Not directly, like we could have approved it anyway, but like without without Brexit, we probably wouldn't have done. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of this like, yeah, it's Brexit's going to fuck us economically, but hey, silver linings. Every mushroom cloud yeah. has a silver There's lining. Exactly. So get what you get what you can from. Yeah. Any silver linings from the Princess Switch to Switched Again you want to I don't know if there's like anything I enjoyed in this. I did realise watching it I recognised um the Prince Edward actor and I was just like I couldn't because he's not a big actor. I realised what I recognised him from looking at his IMDB and it's like weird what he's in. Um I guess it, being in Nashville for like however long that's quite a big role. But he was in uh Humans which I think I mentioned a while ago was a show about the robot. So he fucks a robot in this. And it's a severe <laughs> yes. in that a severe downgrade of fucking robot Jenna Chan to posh Vanessa Hudgens in my mind. Yeah, to to yeah. And also it it I mean, directed by Mike Rowell, who uh, seems to be most like a sci-fi guy. Interesting. This Princess Switch, which is weird. It's just so. It's just Princess Switch, Princess Switch, Shadow Hunters, Primeval New World, Impact, Angela's Eyes, Supernatural. Did some shit with Smallville, apparently. Yeah, this is um, this is very. Um, yeah, it's like TV sci-fi though. It's not like yeah, someone good. It's someone who's been making. But yeah, you can just you can just one thousand percent phone it in. Yeah, like it's just like this is they they <laughs> one other thing is that they clearly tried to have the two Vanessa Hudgenses like interact as little as possible. So there's a lot of like shot reverse shot shot reverse shot of uh, conversations. Just to avoid having yeah, I d- someone to fucking green screen or do a split screen or yeah, I didn't notice it too much. Super, like he probably actually did an okay job. Like the fact, oh well, like it, it's an extremely simple, like yeah, but you still you got, just have a camera still. You still got to think about you it. Fucking, you still, it's still like something yeah. you have to work around, and like you can fuck it up. And yeah. like I don't, but, I don't think the direction or like it, it is what it is. It's not trying to be any. It probably does like the filmography is fine. Doesn't blow you away, yeah. but it is what it is. It's probably yeah. just being a competent filmmaker. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say fuck this director because he, you know, might help his career. Good for him. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's going. He's up on gonna the old get. Star. He's gonna get a Star Wars film now. Yeah, <laughs> so he can run that into the ground. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> can you can you do that more? Not no. Uh, yeah, maybe. It can only go up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I think I've said my piece I think, about. I think I've said my switch. piece as well. So next week, a night before Christmas, but night with a K. More Vanessa Perfect. Hudgens. Fantastic. Yeah, also, one last thing: Vanessa Hudgens was shitting this three way different ways. No, I. So looking forward. I to reckon. This next I one. reckon give her an Oscar nom for this because there's no other films yeah. coming out. Just, That's a good point. She's she's shown range. Three different characters. I reckon that that's is. worth an Oscar nom. I don't think she is shit yeah. in this. I think she's fine. No, I think she's she's especially as her she's almost worse as her American character, where she's like real like wooden and stiff and like 
that's a good idea. Like, yeah, like I don't think she was great. Anyway, we'll we'll fucking we'll ah, second maybe, piece maybe. off cast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, night before Christmas. Uh. But night with a K next week. Let's fucking do it. Goodbye. Well, bye. <laughs>